Hi and welcome. If you're new to the channel, my name is Nick Basket. I'm the editor-in-chief over at bartalks.net, which is an online resource for the coffee and cocoa community, largely focusing on the production side of things. So this week, we're a week away or so from Valentine's Day, and I thought it would be a great opportunity uh, for us to actually do one podcast and a little bit about chocolate, because uh, I'm not saying it's you, definitely not you, but maybe some other people out there um, are looking at buying some chocolate for their other halves and uh, for the for the, the special day and are limiting their options to uh, a, a petrol station um, store or be something in the supermarket that has a bow on it. And actually, we can do a lot better than that, fellas. Um, we really can. So what I'm going to do is mix this show with a little bit of talk on, uh, on chocolate and coffee. So I've got a, a lovely cup of coffee here. I uh, did a pour over for once. And, you know, people who know me here know I never do pour overs, but I'm doing a pour over because really I can't be drinking espresso after espresso with the chocolate bars I've got here. Um, and I am using in the UK here, this lovely company, Carnival Coffee Roasters. They're not a sponsor. They know I'm doing this, um, but I've actually been drinking their coffee for several months now and I love them. Um, of course, I don't love them as much as the people that, um, that are sponsoring this podcast. Uh, whose links are below. So, of course, buy them instead. <laughs> but no, I actually don't. Um, the, the people who run Carnival, Jane and, uh, and Juan, are lovely people. They're a, a micro-roastery. They do just they try to do so many things right. Uh, if you're in the area, they'll actually um, send you your coffee by bicycle. All their packaging is recyclable. Um, and their coffee, more than importantly, anything else, their coffee is just fantastic. So definitely uh, have, have a look up of them. And actually, I'm going to be drinking... It's actually an espresso blend, uh, but I made it into a pour over because why not? Uh, so the flavor notes on this, this is called the Spirit of Peace, and I'm a sucker for anything that has peace in the name. Um, and this is a Colombian coffee. Lovely. Uh, and we've got a tasting notes of sugar plums, candied orange, and marzipan. So who doesn't like a bit of that? Right. So um, what's this thing about chocolate then and coffee? Let me tell you a couple of things. When I was running my cafe uh, out in Skopje, we had a uh, peanut butter cheesecake. It was the best-selling dessert. It's actually one of our highest margin products as well. Uh, it didn't cost that much to make, and people loved it. There was a guy from Russia who'd fly in and for business, and, and he would just ask us to bake a whole bunch of them for him. He could put in the plane back, take them back to his, his family because they, they loved it so much. But here's the thing about it is that it goes so well with coffee. And this is where I started really first appreciating the 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 so the chemical dynamic not to get too technical the chemical dynamic between chocolate and coffee chocolate has a certain amount of uh of fats in there the butter not bad fats by the way good fats cocoa butter very good for you uh is i'm going to talk about actually about i'm so proper chocolate um as opposed to the the other the candy bars um and so the cocoa butter, and in fact also the peanut butter for fairness as well, but the, 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 the butter, which in the fats, and the acidity in the coffee are a dynamic, I'm telling you, dynamic do. And if you haven't done that for yourself, if you haven't paired some chocolate, some good quality chocolate with some coffee, then you know, you've missed out on a lot. But the great news is it's not too late. So... Got my lovely cup of uh, pour over coffee here. What am I going to be tasting? Well, I'm going to do one thing at a time. First of all, I'm going to say, <laughs> do's at the end. Uh, stay to the end of the video 
and because I want you to watch to the end of the video, but also because I got a couple of bonus things to talk about as well uh, at the end, including a, a discount you can get for if you're in the UK for a, uh, a tasting, a special tasting set that uh, been put together for us by the lovely people over at Coca Runners. Coke Runners, if you don't know who they are, go look them up. Well, I'll have a link below. But they are one of the number, I'd say probably the number one um, in the UK and, and, and possibly in, in Europe, uh, provider of Coke, of chocolate and cocoa from all over the world. So they, they basically bring in the best chocolate bars from all over the world and, and distribute it here in the UK. In the US, before any of you switch off, it's okay, guys, because what I've done is I've picked... Uh, chocolate from companies that I know, but they're also companies that sell in the US. So I'd say everything until the end, because in the end, I've got a couple of things that are kind of more, more local to Europe. But everything that I'm talking about here, that the, the three chocolates that I've got here to taste, I've been looking forward to this all morning, <laughs> setting up the camera. It's like, I just want to eat the chocolate. And I was like, oh, I can't eat the chocolate. Let's start the camera rolling. So, um, but these three bars that I've got here, are very special bars for each reason. I'm going to tell you why for, for each one. And you can get them in America as well. So happy days. Let's get started with the first one. I've got them off camera here so you can't see. Keep the secret going. Uh, who should I pick first? Let's pick these guys first. Maru. So everybody who knows uh, about chocolate knows these guys. Wonderful story. Wonderful story. And I have, by the way, let's just talk for a second about coffee and chocolate similarities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're into your coffee, you know that not all coffee is the same, right? It's instant coffee is very different from, you know, speciality coffee. Um, in fact, instant coffee is very different from just grinding your own beans, which is another step away again from specialty coffee and, and you know, high score, cup of excellence type coffees as well. It's actually the same thing true with, with, with chocolate. So if you go and take a look at a chocolate bar at the back of a wrapper of your Hershey's or your Cadbury's, and you're going to see a long list of ingredients. Let me tell you what's on the back of this bar. If I can read it, because I have my glasses with me. Uh, I can't actually read it, but I can, uh, can I read it? Here we go. Ingredients. Uh, cocoa. Cocoa butter. Cane sugar. That's it. Three ingredients, many quality cocoa uh, chocolate bars, high quality bars are going to have no more than three ingredients. Some will have just two. In fact, one of the ones I've got here today has just two ingredients in it. Um, and that is because the flavor comes from the fermentation. Well, in fact, it comes from the type of cocoa bean that you're using. Yes, there's different types. And it comes also from the origin and then how it's processed and fermented and made. So it's not all about just cocoa is cocoa and put a bunch of different, I don't know, flavorings in there and sugar and that's it, job done. Well, it is if you're candy bars. And again, nothing wrong with candy bars. Grew up on candy bars, could not have lived my life uh, early on without candy bars. But this is something else completely different. So this guy, there's actually two of them that started this and they're out in Vietnam. So this is, a, this is a Vietnamese cocoa. And they do everything. That's the other thing you'll notice about it uh, when you go into, start getting into um, specialty chocolate bars is that 
a, a lot of these people are tree to bar, bean to bar, you'll hear those terms bandied around. And they're, they're controlling the whole end-to-end -end process. So these guys out in Vietnam, everything from the cocoa pods to the point where it hits the, the shelves, they, they control the whole process. Let's open it up, shall we? Um, now, it's actually a bit of a sad story. But I was, um, I was moderating at a, at a chocolate festival called Cocoa, Chocoa. Uh, a couple of years ago. And the founder, one of the founders of Maru, Vincent Maru, uh, was on. He was, he was giving a talk about fermentation of beans. Oh, look at this. Oh, the guys listening on the listening podcast are missing out. Sorry, guys, but look at that attention to detail. Look at that. This is like a, this is a Willy Wonka for real. This is a Willy Wonka for real. This is what we've got is a gold foil bar beautifully wrapped with this m for maru um sticker over it sealing it that is just absolutely lovely uh so anyway so vincent's on there he's talking and the two of them so the two partners vincent and sam uh were out in vietnam uh sam was there i think they called him a recovering banker <laughs> just love that he's a recovering banker oh it's terrible i was well i went years years i was had that condition um and then he's out in vietnam with his family and i've forgotten what what vincent was doing i think he was i don't know backpacking or something i'm gonna keep drinking this coffee by the way oh that's nice good coffee still tastes good even if it gets cold um and uh so they met up and they knew nothing about uh about cocoa and chocolate and uh, they got into it. Um, and now they have, they have amazing shops. Uh, what I'll try and do, I'll look up some pictures and put them, and put them up. But they do amazing, these amazing shops. They've got an entire process. And frankly, the, the bottom line is they're just respected around the world. Hugely respected around the world. They're chocolate ships all over the world. These two guys went out there for an adventure. And that's the story you're buying into. And I tell you, every single one, every single one of the bars I'm showing you today, and most of the bars you'll buy when you start getting into this world, uh, there's going to be a story there. And that's so lovely. Same thing with coffee. You're drinking your coffee that's coming from somewhere in Colombia. You look it up, you can look up the farm and you look up the family that, that grew that coffee and find out that, you know, the grandfather started the farm and, you know, all the things they went through and, and you know, who helps out on the farm and how it's picked and shipped and all that kind of stuff. It adds so much. I, I really think that if you're not paying attention to that side of, of things with your coffee, you're missing out. And it's exactly the same thing with the chocolate. So now there's going to be people watching this who know about tasting chocolate and who are absolutely just laughing at me at the moment uh, because I, I'm, not, I mean, I'm not an expert at tasting the chocolate. I write stories about the production side of things. Um, but there's some things that you should you should appreciate much of the same things. You don't just swig back a cup of coffee. You taste it and appreciate it in the same way. You can see this. Well, I don't know if you can see, but um, in my hand, I've just put it in good quality chocolate. It'll sit there and with the warmth of your hand, it'll, it'll start to melt a little bit. And it's just, it's, you can just see it starting to melt in my hand. Oh, wow. I'm just smelling it, by the way, like that. I'm smelling it. Bear in mind, remember, bear in mind, 
don't cross the road and with strangers. Uh, remember that there's no artificial flavorings. There's no little scents put on here. It's not, you know, artificially made, but I'm smelling. Oh, I'm smelling. I don't want to make a fool of myself. I should have read the back to see what it's supposed to be. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make a fool of myself. I mean, why not? I always do. But there's a very floral. I'm getting lots of... Mm, I, floral is what I'm going to say. <laughs> By the way, in the chocolate world, they have a flavor wheel, just as they do a sensory wheel in, in coffee. Um, I don't know what's on there. I don't know where this is in there but it smells fantastic. So you don't have to buy this for anybody else or you can buy it for other people and then just eat it yourself and then get them the supermarket chocolate afterwards because you've eaten it. But uh, if, you're, if you're able to hold on to it long enough, get this chocolate, hold on to it, give it to, uh, give it to your other half. That's fantastic. Um, so let me just tell you what they say about this chocolate. Our own fermentation station near Kat Tien National Park in the upper Dong Nai region produces from locally grown pods the cacao beans used to make this finely balanced dark chocolate with hints of spice. Spice! I should have got the spice. Hold on. Now I smell the spice. When I said floral, I meant florally spice, obviously. Uh, we craft all our chocolate in Saigon. Ho Chi Minh, been there. Wow, what a time. I was there with my son. What a time. Crazy place. Um, crossing the road. <laughs> there's no, there's no, cars don't stop. You have to walk across. Never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it. The number of cars and motorbikes, a thousand, a million, a million motorcycles right where you are going down the road and there's no like lights to stop and cross. You have to walk out as they're driving at you and somehow, by some kind of miraculous extrasensory perception, I don't know, thing they've grown up with, they all avoid you, you hope. That's what you have to do. It's, it's actually, it's a bit like bungee jumping for the first time. You're a bit nervous. Somebody has to give you a little push and you go out and you go, and then you, you get across alive to the other side. Anyway, so that's where it's produced in Saigon. Using purely Vietnamese ingredients of the highest quality. Oh, look at that. You can see, can you see? It's just melting. But now, as it melts, some of the flavor, some of the aroma starts to get released. Mm. I could eat it. Just eat it. But you don't chew it. Not right away. Not right away. Mmm. This is going to be really annoying for the people that are listening because they're just going to hear me going, mmm, mmm, mmm. But I just, mmm. Do you know how when you're tasting coffee, you, you slurp a little bit to get the oxygen in? It's the same thing with the chocolate as well. In that if you let the chocolate melt in your mouth before you chew it, but you don't, you don't breathe as you're doing it, but you, well, you breathe, but you breathe through your mouth, not through your nose. If you hold your nose, you, the taste all goes. You've got to breathe through your nose as you're tasting it. And now what's happening is it's coating my mouth. That butter is coating my mouth. The fats are there. And I'm getting a lot of lovely, oh, it just melts. Now, a lot of you have had experience 
in the past where you've tried dark, and I'm chewing it, you've tried dark chocolate, and you don't like it, it's not for you. You haven't really tried dark chocolate. What you've tried is you've tried dark candy, <laughs> which is, it's just, it's bad quality, I'm sorry to say, it's bad quality chocolate um, without the sugar. It's a bit like bad quality coffee without the milk. You know, that's how you hide bad quality coffee is you, you neutralize it with milk, right? And sugar. And then you take the coffee afterwards and that acidity in the coffee just washes down the coating on the chocolate as well. Now, some may say that's not a waste that you want to preserve that feeling of the chocolate and that's fine too. But it's nice to have both. I'm just going to mm, have one more piece of that. I'm not going to eat this because this is going to be really annoying for people on the podcast to hear me chew all the time. I'm not going to do that. But again, look how beautiful that is. So that's number one, Maru. Now, imagine you got that for your other half, bar of that with some everything else that you've got, just by the way. How much thought has gone into that with that story the Vietnamese, cocoa, blah, 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 versus just getting, you know, a bar from your local, your local uh, place. Now, you might say to yourself, but I wouldn't get them a bar, I'd get them a box of chocolates. And that's absolutely fine because there's those options as well. So what I'm showing you right now are bars because frankly, they, they taste very well and they go very well with coffee. But um, when you go to, when you go to visit the shops that sell all these specialty chocolates, and we're talking about bean to bar, chocolate makers, etc. Um, there will be chocolatiers there who 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 will make you, who make absolutely amazing bonbons and truffles and all those sorts of things, all packaged up for um, for for Valentine's Day. I'm sure they'll have specials as well, but all packaged up in beautiful colors like you won't believe, like things you haven't seen before. Um, things that look like galaxies. And I was talking about the Galaxy Galaxy, not the Galaxy Chocolate Bar. Just amazing options that are available uh, where all the chocolate is the highest quality, handmade, finest ingredients. Absolutely something worth getting into. All right, so next one. And by the way, if you also want to have something that's with a little bit more of a um, bit more sweet, I've got number three, wait for number three. But number two, let's talk about number two. These guys. So for those of you that know anything about history, come on, everybody. Peru, and the Incas, is where chocolate came from. And if you didn't know, uh, cocoa beans were actually, uh, were actually a currency back then. Chocolate was considered... Um, a delicacy, delicacy, what's the word? It was considered important for ceremonial purposes and, and also other things. But cocoa beans were, were valuable. And they were tradable. Uh, and so these people are from Peru. They're from the original place where, you know, Incas. Um, they should know a few things. But more importantly than that, uh, I've actually written stories about, these, uh, about this company, Kakasuya. So we're talking on the, sorry, podcast people, listening people. Um, we're talking about cacosoya. So cacosoya, spelled C-A-C-A-O, cacao, which is like cocoa. It's, just, it's the same. By the way, what's the difference between cacao and cocoa? Nothing. The spelling, really. Don't write in and flame me about that. I'm just telling you, that's, that really there's nothing. There's no difference. Uh, suyo, S-U-Y-O. 
Now, that's the name of the company. They're based in Peru. Best kept secret of the Incas, they say, I want to lick my hands because it's still got the chocolate on it. Okay, I won't do it. And there's a couple of different options I could have had here. Actually, let me go and take a look. I'm uh, going to take a look because I uh, couldn't remember. <laughs> I, it was because it's a foreign language and I'm British, you know, in it, bruv. Uh, so the Cusco. So Cusco, I remember uh, reading about. Cusco is, um, is one of their, I almost went for the Cusco. Almost went for the Cusco. I was really interested in it because that was the name of the kingdom of the Incas. That's kind of like, that was, uh, they called it the Cusco Kingdom, I think. And that was like, that was their land. So they've got a bar named after that. But this particular bar is a, an award-winning bar. And they've got a few of them. I think they've got the highest number of awards of any company, you know, for chocolate bars in the, in the country in Peru. And Peru's very well known for its very high quality uh, cacao or cocoa. Um, they've got very high quality cocoa over there. Um, and... Uh, so this is one of their award-winning bars. It looks very nice. Um, 70% cacao. Should we have a look at the ingredients? This one has, okay, uh, get ready. It's a long list. Uh, cocoa and sugar. That's it. That's just two ingredients. So they've made a bar of chocolate with two ingredients. Something nice and elegant about that simplicity, isn't there? Isn't there? Okay, let's go and open this up. Oh, wait till you see this. Look at that. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? Now, this one's sealed because when they ship it, remember, this is made in Peru. When you ship do international shipping and things, you want to make sure that, that this is completely sealed. Uh, to protect the chocolate inside. Um, that looks absolutely beautiful. And that's uh, not ending there because this outer part tells you the whole story. It tells you, um, what have we got in here? What does it say? It talks about the origin of cacao being from Peru and the Inca Empire spirituality, power, and wisdom. It's got a, it's got a it's really nice, really nice attention to detail. So this is really a wonderfully wrapped and presented uh, bar, as you'd expect from, from an award winner. So let's just get it open here. And the first thing I notice is that it's actually not, not that dark looking. I'm just going to snap it off. I'm just going to break it for a second. Hold on. You hear that? It's a good chocolate, has a bit of a snap to it. Nice. Again, already I can feel. Oh, this has got a very different. It's got a very different uh, aroma to it. This is more. <laughs> it's more chocolatey. The first one was very sort of a bit more spice to it. This is this has got doesn't have the spice. It's got a very strong sort of chocolate aroma. And it's immediately melting in my hand. It's wonderful. Again, remember this has only got two ingredients in it: cocoa and sugar, and that's it. And it's just melting. It's wonderful. So let's go and take a hmm. Take a bite. Creamy. Mmm. This one, the Gold Award, I think it was. 
yeah, I won gold award um, in the International Chocolate Awards 2019. It just melts. It's very creamy. It's not what you would associate with dark chocolate. And this is going to go really well with this coffee. Again, I know all the chocolate people are out there, like pulling their hair out. You're drinking coffee with the chocolate. You should just taste the chocolate. I get that. I've got no problem. I just, and this one here is really coating the mouth in a very pleasant way. And it's just very nice to have that acidity in the coffee also go with it. Not everybody out there is going to be an absolute, you know, chocolate nut who's going to taste chocolate in the way that the coffee aficionados will. And that's fine, you know, it's a place for everybody in this world, baby. But, but it is very, you can have it by its own, but it's very, very nice. I, I could really imagine sitting down, you know, in an afternoon with a good book, as long as I'm prepared to get chocolate stains all over that book, <laughs> the good book, just taking little bites of that chocolate having a little sip of my coffee, that is, is heaven. So let's put this away for a second. Um, my, uh, my ex-wife wants to come around and eat the chocolate after I finish doing the, the movie. I actually invited her to be part of the podcast. She thought I invited her around just to eat the chocolate. I said, no, you have to be on the, you have to be on the show. She said, no, I just want to eat the chocolate. So she's coming around later. Uh, okay, number three. Okay, so this is a um, this is uh, a chocolate bar that some of you may be familiar with. It's called Zotta. Um, they're based in Austria, I believe. Austria, I think so. And they are famous for we call inclusions, which is, just means having stuff inside of them. So this is feels weighty. Um, this is a seventy grams. Uh, the ingredients on this. So a bit different because obviously this has got ingredients. So what we're looking at here, it's beautiful. Look at how look at how that's wrapped. Look at how that is. Let's make sure it's the right way around. Look at how that is presented. It's very beautiful. Got the gold foil on the inside with this beautiful pink raspberry um, sort of illustration on the front. On the side, they say bean to bar, which means they again they're controlling the whole process from the point where the beans are collected. They control the fermentation and everything else all the way to when it's wrapped up into a bar. But they're also fair trade and organic. So again, a lot of these chocolate you'll be looking at will be, um, fair trade is a bit of a, and I have mixed feelings about fair trade. So um, it's not that I'm against trading fairly, it's just having the label has certain associations, you'll actually find that a lot of people who are bean to bar chocolate makers buying their cocoa directly from, um, from cocoa farmers will treat them very well. You don't need to have the, the stamp on there, as it were. Um, the key thing is that these people have a relationship oftentimes with the people growing their cocoa and will fly out there and maybe have some input into, into what they're trying to get in terms of flavors, uh, what they want, in terms of the product, etc. So I mean, we're talking about really in depth. We're not talking about, you know, containers of beans, you know, millions of tons of beans being shipped to a giant factory with a bunch of sugar being thrown in, 
by some you know minimum page factory workers we're, we're talking about a really involved community of chocolate makers here and by the way if you just so you know and this is I'm, i know this is a coffee channel but just so you know when you when you start getting chocolate from these people um they're 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 lovely people lovely community of amazing people who love what they do and and what's not to like about adding that into into some part of your life okay so uh on the back here the sort of ingredients you've got more ingredients because obviously it's got inclusions in there of the raspberry etc but here's the thing i want to point out is apart from obviously that it's it's raw cane sugar by the way um vegans etc dark chocolate no milk just cocoa butter cocoa sugar you're generally okay generally okay depends on the factory where it's made and depends on how vegan you call yourself or vegetarian or whatever um in america a lot of bars are made with with the sugars made in there goes through something called bone filtering which means it's technically not vegan but that 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 sugar when you're in other countries certainly in europe is not the case it is bone filtered it's not bone filtered um i think the same in many other countries too so if you're specifically buying bars of chocolate that are made in america that have sugar in them and it's not organic sugar then you know and you're a pure vegan you, you might have cause to be concerned but for most of these bars you would not be okay so uh what we got here we've got um what i wanted to point out actually was uh it's got sort of it's got some things in there like yeah, emulsifiers etc that, that keep the that keep the the stuff together um when uh, the inclusions together when it's it needs to be preserved but it's also got things like dried blueberries dried blueberries in this bar notice i didn't say blueberry flavoring <laughs> actual dried blueberries so let's open it up let's have a look i've been really looking forward to, to doing this one. Oh, hold on a second something on the inside look at this ah there's this on the inside there's some photos on the inside wrapper looks great and tastes even berrier a fruity pink raspberry ganache it's juicy berry flavor and stunning color derived entirely from natural raspberries like what i was just saying in it very fruity refreshingly tangy with a fascinating authentic berry flavor enveloped in a wafer thin white chocolate layer and covered in fine dark chocolate with a 70 percent cocoa content wow uh it says that you should eat cut and eat dark chocolate at 25 degrees celsius i don't know the temperature here uh i could be breaking the rules by just eating it anyway <laughs> that's me i'm a rule breaker crazy guy so here we go oh look at this look at that i'm not quite sure what i smell it just very chocolatey there's definitely something else there as well i'm just gonna oh this is broken up there in half oh look at that can you see that on the inside what you've got i'm just having to swallow my because I'm, I'm salivating <laughs> on the inside there you've got this fantastic thick layer of raspberry ganache and you can just see the white layer of chocolate underneath it. So, Mmm. It's not how I was expecting it to taste. First of all, very, very creamily smooth, but a satisfying kind of crunch as you bite into it. And then there's these bits 
I would say I would say seeds. Well, they're not so big. Up there, can you see that? That white chocolate bit. Not so big they get stuck between your teeth. Mm. And again, it's starting to melt between my fingers, as it should. But that raspberry, that is a slap in the face for raspberry. That is very, they were not lying. That is very, very beautiful. Mm. This, I'll be honest with you, would not go with the coffee. The other two, yes. This I'll just eat in the sound. Because the, the, the raspberry is not particularly going to go with the coffee. I have to go. I got this because I like the packaging. <laughs> and I also think I wanted something that was a little bit more approachable for those who are going to say, well, I don't just want to get the other half some dark chocolate and maybe she won't like it. This, I guarantee you, she's going to love. Also, going to take a look at sort of the other offerings that you can get from these people or your local chocolate here um, in terms of bonbons and little packs of, of handmade chocolates because you know they, they'll make some fantastic ones or or hot chocolates as well in fact if you're in the uk so here's one of my little so all of these three chocolate bars all these three chocolate bars are available in the us you can buy them in the us um this company here chocolate tree they're based in scotland award winners um so um alistair who runs this is um absolutely he's a fanatic and a lovely guy. He's helped me out on a few occasions uh, getting chocolates for people, leaving gifts at, at corporate events and things like that. Um, when I've left it too late <laughs> to order things, drop him a message. Is there any chance, Alistair, you think you could, you know, overnight? Just does it. He's just great. He's great. But this hot chocolate. So this one here, I've got winter spice hot chocolate, organic, craft chocolate, 70%. You don't put this in with milk, by the way. You don't need to. You put this in with just hot water and just a little bit of hot water. So I put 30 grams of this, 30 grams in a glass. Heat the glass up first, 30 grams in, a little bit of water. You get a little mixer, you know, little electric things you pop in. Uh, you mix it up, froth it all up. Again, not too much water. And it makes a shot, a thick, syrupy shot of hot chocolate. But instead of tasting like the hot chocolate you've all had, which is sugary and sweet, you get all the flavors of the cocoa in here. And amazing, wonderful explosion of flavors. And you don't have to go to Choc Tree in Scotland. You know, if you're going to any specialist chocolatier or chocolate company, um, wherever you're at, you'll be able to find options like that out there. And so hopefully this is giving you some ideas some ideas of what you could do. Just go out there and realize that there are these, these companies out there saying amazing beautiful chocolate products which um, which will complement your coffee habit if you like and be a wonderful present for Valentine's Day if you like or be for you and you don't have to tell anybody if you like so um, there was one other I wanted to talk about if you're in the UK um, there's a fellow called Chris who runs a company called Enjoy Enjoy Chocolate uh, now Chris's story is that he actually had a lot of allergies so if you have chocolate allergies and not chocolate allergies, if you have allergies and, you know, allergies to, 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 to milk, allergies to nuts, allergies to whatever it might be, and you find it difficult to get good chocolate or any chocolate at all that you can eat, then definitely look up Enjoy Chocolate in the UK because Chris had all these allergies and he's made his chocolate to be sort of totally vegan, 
and completely you know, allergy-free as much as it's possible to be. But here's the thing, and I've tried most of his chocolate <laughs> um, uh, because he, he also is, is nearby Peabury Coffee. And uh, when I'm down there to see Peabury, to see Gerald, uh, normally Chris is down there bargaining uh, um, bits of chocolate. So he'll, any sort of bits of chocolate that break when in the process of making, he'll put into a bag and he'll go around to Gerald and, and try to twist Gerald's arm into giving him coffee for in exchange for these, these bits of chocolate. So I've got these big bags of chocolate. Gerald will give some to me. So um, I've tried all of his chocolate. I actually bought some as well. And it's chocolate bars, and they're great. You do not feel like you're giving anything up at all. You get this amazing, uh, amazing flavor experience with beautifully made chocolates, chocolate bars in that case, um, but also confident in the fact that they're that they're going to be fine to eat if you've if you've got allergens. So allergies. So um, I think that's going to be a wrap. I probably made this a little bit longer than I wanted it to go, but let me know what you think. Uh, where you're at, if you've got any particular favorites, if you've got any questions as well, put them in the comments below. I'll get to them as soon as I possibly can. Um, and uh, look forward to seeing you all next week.